Hello and welcome to the Bristol and Bath Bob podcast. <laughs> it's not the Bristol and Bath podcast. You said that you were going to introduce this. I thought you'd do like at least get the right, episode let me try again. Let me try again. on that right. Hello and welcome to the Bristol and Bath Lifting Club. Yeah, that's it. Which is a podcast. <laughs> Today, guys, on episode four, we are talking about Mel Gibson's What Women Want. What? Have you seen that movie? With Mel Gibson, no. what women want? Oh, mate, check it out. It's quite funny, actually. I should have probably watched it before you start talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're going to spoil it now, aren't you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say anything. I'll, I'll oh, let okay. you. But yeah, it's called What Women Want, right. which is also the title of this episode. Yes, it is. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> What's the episode about, though? What Women Want. What Women Want. But what women want when? What women want. Do you claim to know exactly what women want? Man, I don't have a fucking clue. Right, okay. So this is like a deep dive into exploration. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's delve into it. Okay, so there's a couple of reasons why we figured that this might be an interesting episode. One of the most common things that guys seem to want to go to the gym for is they say all of this bullshit about being healthy and fit and stuff like that. They think that getting... A six-pack, uh, nice shoulders and stuff like that is going to get them women. So it's basically for pulling yeah. the show muscles and such for the Friday night at the club and that kind of thing. Yep. So in terms of does that, is that what women actually find attractive? Do women find jacked guys attractive? How much is too much? All that kind of thing. But also, which I think possibly is potentially more important, is what women want from health, fitness and such like that. Mm. Because fitness channels that cater to women i tend to find get completely slated and there's a lot of accusations that they perpetuate quite negative stereotypes and stuff like that yep. so in terms of like from a personal trainer what do women come to you specifically and ask for help with mm-hmm. that kind of thing what is the thought process of some women one of the most common things for example is women will say to me well, if I do three weeks, will I look like a female bodybuilder? Which, of course, is just not yeah, true. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You know? Maybe but we've injected a ton of steroids into your ass. It will. Yeah, that's the sort of thing that um, it, it is one of those things that once someone, once a bunch of people ask me the same question over and over and over again, like I've had so many clients basically ask that very thing i kind of think well actually there clearly isn't enough information out there i know there are people you know that have talked about this kind of thing but mm. i feel that we should probably address it at some point yeah let's get but into where it. do you want to start do you want to talk about it from male perspective or do you want to talk about things from a female perspective should we start with the male perspective okay that's good we don't need to do a sex change or nothing <laughs> then. but so from a male perspective the story goes it's the same old thing is that you've normally got younger guy or sometimes older guys but they basically feel that they're working out and getting what would be classed as a stereotypical kind of attractive masculine physique the sort of thing that you would see on the cover of men's health or on underwear packaging and stuff like that that's the sort of body Mm. that women and when i say women they're all individuals what the majority of women would go for what are your thoughts about that because i'm presuming you've got lots of people over your career as a personal trainer that want to work out literally to be more attractive to the opposite sex i mean yeah i started lifting weights when i was like 14 14 Mm -hmm. 15 and i did it for two reasons okay one was because 
I was quite skinny mm-hmm. and I was, I felt like I was susceptible to bullying. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, build some muscle and get stronger to, to avoid that. Went mm-hmm. to a really horrible public school. So yeah, basically I was like protection. Really. Yeah. And then the second reason was, is because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to attract the attention of, mm. of girls at my school. And I think most people who start lifting at that age, that's probably got something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does so, it work though? I don't that's know. The I don't. I don't. Dollar question. Yeah, I'm gonna. I have had female friends over the years who have told me that they are they are not attracted to muscles. They find muscles disgusting. Mm. But then they say that on one hand, yes. but then I see them date guys who are that yeah. stereotypical chatty. Yeah masculine person Mm -hmm. so i'm like well what is it are you do you find it disgusting or actually do do you like it so this is i think like a really fascinating topic of discussion because i've had this discussion with lots of different people i've had it with men i've had it with women i've had it with people from a more of like a psych psychology background i've had it from people that work in marketing and advertising i've spoken to a lot of people about this this Mm -hmm. very thing and one of the most common things that we'll probably get crucified or I'll get crucified for saying is that women fucking lie, <laughs> right? <laughs> so there's a very common thing. And the thing is, it's not necessarily always a conscious lie. There can be unconscious lies. So with regards to attraction... Uh, some of the people that I've spoken to, clients and friends and that, that are come from more of a psychology and sociology background, is they've often said that, well, actually, if a woman is attracted to a man, say her husband, and her husband's out of shape and he says, are you attracted to me? Would you be more attracted if I have abs or am I a bit fat? She'll say, I love you mm-hmm. and I'm attracted to you. And that's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. Partly because a lot of the time women tend to seem to be attractive and are um they go by the emotion so their emotions that's why you have a lot of this kind of women that fall in with really or are attracted to and in love with men that beat them and all that nasty kind of stuff and criminals and stuff like that you'll find that women are often very loyal it seems to their emotions so even if they get treated like shit or even though this is not logically a good thing they will stand by that man until they no longer physically love him right which is really interesting whereas i think from an attraction perspective men tend to be a little bit visual but one of the other really interesting things is from attraction is that the unconscious lies so it's is it a lie is it not a lie i mean when women have said that certain types of guys are unattractive in that when you are look at um data and stuff like that that's collected by people that have studied that what you tend to find when it's looked into in more detail is that if you have a picture of a guy or a picture of several guys and it might even be the same guy just with slight enhancement or changed from a you know photoshop or something like that is that you get oh well he's obviously got this job or he's obviously an arrogant asshole or something like that. It's like, you're getting this from a picture Mm. because it's all about the story Mm -hmm. with regards to women and stuff like that. So it's about 
what does the picture or what does that person project in terms of personality? So it's not just as men tend to look at women, they tend to look at it from a physical perspective. Actually, there's a lot of kind of mental going on, which is also, which we could talk about, I suppose, later, is also why there's a big difference in the stripping industry between male <laughs> performers and female performers. Right, okay. So Getting uh, into some Magic Mike stuff. Chippendales and Magic Chippendales, Mike and all that sort yeah. of thing. When you look at the old kind of, Chippendale style uh, stripping and that it was always about the storyline it was always the fireman or was about that there had to be a yeah. story right when you look at um, romance novels and stuff like that it's all about the story Fifty Shades uh, well actually one of the most interesting things that I worked out uh, worked out when I uh, was talking to an author lately was that the vast majority of gay erotica is written by and consumed by straight middle-aged women right like okay. i mean like 99 percent of it wow and that's all about the story because it's all about the story and that kind of thing and it's, it's really interesting from the attraction so when a woman looks at a man they pick up on and overread the situation when men kind of look at women what you tend to find more is yeah she's hot yeah you know which is kind of fascinating I right think. so if women are looking at like say a muscular chubby yeah. dude like, oh, that guy is going to treat me poorly, or... Very often... That guy is that a douchebag. Very often that can be the case. Now, when it, from the research that I've looked into, there is, and you can find millions of YouTube videos and articles about this sort of thing, it's pretty common knowledge, and people that work in marketing know this as well, mm. is that there is kind of a standard attractive physique for women... But it varies depending on where they are in the world. Right. So cultural background and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, we live in the UK, so we're going from more of a Western perspective. So generally speaking, you tend to find, funnily enough, given that the vast majority of male underwear is strangely purchased by women. So right. Male underwear is purchased more by women than it is by men. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Learned that from some of the works in marketing. <laughs> um, the, the packaging that they put it on uh, you know the men that sort of thing that they put on the covers is what you'd stereotypically find that the average woman tends to be attracted to when they've done tests and stuff yeah um obviously which, these big marketing companies know what they're doing they want yeah. to make as much money as possible which is more of what i'd describe as like a gymnast physique right so yeah. that kind of underwear model gymnast physique because it's functional um it's lean and lean but it's not overdeveloped and what women tend to dislike is it tends to be a bit more of a bell curve so people think well actually you've got at the top of the bell curve which is the most generally attractive in the western world is kind of like your underwear model slash uh gymnast kind of physique and then if it gets more and more muscular like bodybuilder then that actually is a decline there's less and less and less women that are attracted to that in general i've also found that women tend to be attracted to men that are physically bigger than them right doesn't have to be by a huge amount though so we're talking like height as well yeah so yeah. we're talking like a uh, from an evolutionary psychologist perspective i think mm. um it's all about like women 
want to be made to be feel protected and small which there'll be a women potentially listen to this which would think oh that's terrible that's not what i like blah 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 but actually when you look at the research and the studies that have been done it's true so you people are generally yeah you personally may feel that you're not attracted to that you know but you're probably a liar i, th- I think i think you're <laughs> right on the money there because my my wife is very liberal thinking. Mm. She doesn't really care about height or anything mm. like that. But she has said that she likes feeling small. Mm. Yeah, she likes feeling small. Maybe it's a feeling of protection or yeah, yeah. What's interesting is obviously when you look at other cultures and that. So the whole K-pop thing. K-pop. You've Kauai. got like um, in places like Korea, China, Asia, that kind of thing. You've got a uh, very slim men that are hairless that kind of look like boys yeah right which is really really i personally find quite creepy but that's quite a big thing in that culture over there just going on attraction perspective going on that uh i went to japan i visited japan like a few years back spent a few weeks out there and the kawaii culture the cutesy cutesy culture was a very big thing out there and we went cutesy, to a cutesy yeah. culture and we went to a maid cafe and i'm not gonna lie me and my wife we were pretty uncomfortable yeah <laughs> they all look about yeah. 12 years old it's, no, it's it not creepy. good yeah yeah so we ended up just leaving and you know going to an owl cafe which was yeah. far better yeah most women i think when they're asked they say i like a confident guy yeah which it's difficult to say what that is i would say competent when someone is competent with whatever it is they do and they feel competent then they're probably going to be quite a confident person and generally speaking Hmm. that's probably trying quite an attractive um trait in men and women everyone really i would say yeah i say confidence is an attractive trait Mm. um you can be not so you know good looking but be confident yeah and that can go a long way I've spoken to a lot of women that tend to seem to dislike men that are obsessed with things. So whether it's obsessed with job or whether it's obsessed with sport or something like that, like there'll be all of these various communities, like the red pill community, the black pill community, yeah. all of that. They'll say, well, you need to be really good looking. You need lots and lots of money. But actually, I've met many, many women who really dislike the fact that their husband works a 60 to 90 hour week and they would be perfectly happy with less income to spend more time like right. as a family and stuff like that you know yeah. so it's it's difficult ultimately i think my biggest advice to the particularly younger guys and stuff like that is that you need to find who you are yeah do the gym for you as well yeah and then once you find who you are and you like that person you like who you, you is that is the really shit i know grammar and that but when you like yourself as a person and you know what areas you want to improve on and stuff, that is going to shine out of you. And it's not some bullshit kind of new agey, oh, you know, you'll be attractive all of a sudden. What's going to happen is you'll be comfortable with who you are. So you're only ever going to accept a woman that likes you for you. Mm. So a lot of it is about, and I have met guys that I've trained and stuff like that and they say well if I just got the muscles then I'll get some girl or if I just get like slightly more money or something like that it's like wait a minute you think about what you're putting out there in terms of that that's probably not the sort of woman you want oh yeah but at least I'll be I won't be alone or she'll be hot or something like that it's like no honestly long term that's not good and we've all seen the memes right it's like when guys the the memes where it's like when the guy what guys think is going to happen when they start going to the gym and they think they're going to be surrounded by girls yeah what actually happens is they just get complimented by other guys. Looking big, bro. 
Nice bench, yeah, bro. So, so <laughs> when you get past a certain uh, physique, it, that is very, very true, right? So you've got, if you get past kind of like that healthy physique, functional fitness physique, that kind of CrossFit body, I suppose you could say, yeah. as some people would say nowadays. When you get past that, all of the compliments you'll be getting are from other men. Pretty much. Which was really interesting because there was a, uh, I think it was a study that I read I mean, it might have been an article in Psychology Today, which was talking about um, uh, compliments that men get and what weight it carries. I got one the other day. You got a compliment from a man? Yeah, I did. What so was that? I was on the bench press in the gym, oh. and I'm not saying my bench press is really good. It's not exactly bad either. But I'm, I'm going to go out and say it's really good. <laughs> so I was, You can trust me. <laughs> it's not like 100 kilos. <laughs> so I was bench pressing, and a guy came out to me, and he was like, just complimented me on my bench, complimented me on my arms, yeah. saying his, my, my arms were as big as his legs. They obviously weren't, but I was like, yeah. thanks, King. And he's like, no problem, <laughs> Chad. But basically what I'm saying is, guys, is that I have never had a woman just come up to me and compliment me on my bench press yeah. and we just drive off into the sunset together. That just doesn't happen. Anytime I get a compliment in the gym, it's just from another dude. There is such a thing as sexy exercises. Right, yeah. which we should probably talk about. We can use that as the bridge between talking from male to female because I actually find personally from anecdotal evidence... Bridge being both... a key word there, right? Yeah. Bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get what bridges. you're doing there. Yeah. I get what you're doing there. Yeah. Um, but no, the first thing I was going to say was in terms of compliments and that. So social media obviously has got a bad rap nowadays and they do say like every one or for every like 10... Aren't, positive comments mm. one bad comment from someone will you know is basically the equivalent so in order to undo one bad comment personally you need to have like 10 good comments to kind of balance it out but right. from a perspective of um compliments and stuff like that is you tend to find that men get greater uh not greater compliments but they feel better about being complimented by other men Right. So when it and some scientists did actually measure this. I can't remember how it was, but they obviously got compliments from women, mm. and they made the man feel good. Mm. But then when he was complimented by another man, that I think the caveat was that he felt was a rival, right, in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it was like huge boost to the ego, and they measured like testosterone levels and stuff like that, yeah. which increased and stuff like that, which is interesting. I wonder why that is. Could it be because if you get a compliment by another man? Maybe you feel safer around that person or safer around a group. You don't feel like you're going to get bullied at all. You feel like you've been accepted. It could be. Personally, I think it's all about getting compliments from those that you see as uh, your rivals. So I'd look at it from like an evolutionary psychology perspective is that you're getting compliments from a rival man. Right. And which nowadays, obviously, we are in a society and a civilization and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't know if cavemen really gave each other compliments <laughs> and stuff like that. But it would be seen as in competition. Right. So, you know, and you can kind of see this pro- to a certain extent in the gym. If you have someone that you view as very strong and mm. they compliment you, that's probably going to make you feel a little bit better than the 16-year-old kid that's just started on his first week and saying, oh, my gosh, you can leave, you can lift the 20-kilo dumbbell. Damn, that's a like, That's really impressive. That- you're like, that's. Like that's a meme as well have you seen that meme where Probably. it's like you get complimented by the the biggest guy at the gym called me big man today yeah yeah that, that's a thing um 
It's a shame that he was meaning it as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, what do you think are the sexiest exercises yeah. that a man can do from a female's perspective and the sexiest exercises that a woman can do from a man's perspective? Well, I think if you ask most people what is the sexiest muscle on the body, I feel like a lot of people are probably going to say the glutes, right? The bum. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So whether you're a female mm-hmm. or, or a guy, you're going to notice uh, mm-hmm. the booty. Mm. And social media is kind of throwing that in everyone's face at the moment. Mm. Booty pics, yeah. growing a big bum, bum workouts. Yeah. You know? And that seems to be what people are going for. So there is a machine that we don't have here, but they had it at Pure Gym, which I classed as it was the the sexy machine because it was the machine that everyone always said that they like spy on attractive people when they're using it. Right. Which was the, I think it was called the glute, uh, what was it called? The glute curl? Glute curl. Basically the glute glute curl. So you lie on your front. Yep. And you hold onto these bars and then you basically curl your leg back. But your bum is like stuck up essentially in the air. So whether men do it or women do it, it highlights the uh, bum. Okay, but yeah. it's like in the middle of the gym for everyone to see. Is it and similar to see- like a Nordic curl? Yeah. Yeah. Nordic curls, you normally kind of let yourself go down, don't yeah, you? But this okay. was a machine that keeps you in place. Right. So that's what I always classed as from personal anecdotal experience of watching people and being, yeah. I can't help but watch certain people go on it. Yeah. But also like talking to other people that are like, I don't know what that machine's called, but it's like the sexy machine. Right. And it's like, it is the, bu- it's all about the bum. It's all about the bum. Um, squats apparently are quite attractive. Yeah. Um, one thing that I found was a difference though, between mm. men and women, because they both then seem to like uh, bums and squats and stuff like that. However, women seem to find pull-ups or chin-ups and they generally don't tend to differentiate between the two probably because most the average person doesn't know the difference so anything where you're pulling your body through a range of motion that's yeah. really really sexy okay. whether it's weighted or not doesn't make any difference because obviously yeah. some guys would think oh, i'll get get the dip belt and i'll put a load of weight on if as long as it doesn't look difficult yeah that's the interesting thing okay. if you're able to do five yeah with a really heavy weight or you're able to do five with a non-heavyweight. If it looks easy, apparently that's sexy. I can, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can kind of understand where you're coming from. And um, I've heard on the grapevine that women, potentially, I don't know if this is true or not, but maybe find forearms sexy. So when a I've guy like... I've never heard that. Have you not? Okay. <laughs> no. I've just, I've no. seen it on social media a little okay. bit. And it's like, guys who have quite prominent forearms who maybe wear a shirt and roll up their sleeves ah. women tend to notice that i don't know if that comes from like the mm. lumberjack i was gonna say guys that that wear a shirt where they need to roll that shirt up probably is like a physical job so maybe that yeah. gets the comes from like the, you know the plaid shirt the lumberjack yeah. chopping down a tree mm. hugh jackman looking dude yeah, maybe <laughs> probably something like that's that. probably something like it's probably that. just huge Jackman. It's somewhere, something in the waters. Yeah, something, something in the waters. <laughs> so for our last like five ten minutes, we could talk about women from the perspective of what they want and what they train with, because from a lot of female exercise plans, both female PTs, mm-hmm. female influencers, and stuff, it seems to all be bum and leg training. Like yeah. you don't see a lot of overhead press and stuff like that, which is in pretty much all of. The females that I train, yeah. it's all about balancing the body and stuff like that. It's quite funny, isn't it? Because that sort of content is really being pushed at us right mm. now, all over social media. Um, 
But my wife, for example, mm. doesn't really care about, you know, the sexy gym attire. She doesn't really care about how big she can get her bum. She Does cares. Does she have <laughs> slits in the back of her uh, shorts like you often say you do on the previous I episode. I don't think she does. I think she's got better okay. quality shorts than that. <laughs> but um, what she does care about is she does care about her overhead press. She does yeah. care about getting strong. And she was quite, I don't know, I guess a bit annoyed at the female fitness industry, mm. I guess, for promoting, well, just really highly sexualizing women, mm. really. Putting forward this sexy gym yeah. attire. Um, highlighting the booty and all that and and it she kind of feels that it's turned women or women in fitness into a bit of a meme because she's yeah. she takes it really seriously yeah. she wants to get strong mm. she wants to compete one day and do all this and she feels like nowadays women aren't getting the, the respect they deserve mm. in the gym no no i agree because of all this fitness yeah. content yeah because yeah. um that's one of the most common things is like women come to me and they say, I want to lose the mum tum. Yeah. Or, you know, I want a nicer bum or I want a nicer figure is normally the sort of thing that they tend to say. And we do compound lifts. I don't really train them any different than I would train a man. I train everyone individually because everyone's an individual and they need different accessory movements and yep. rehabilitation work. But in general, like they're still going to do the big five. If exactly. They exactly. That's how I do mm. it too. Yeah. So if it doesn't matter who you are, if you're a beginner, uh, male, female, it doesn't mm. matter. You're going to be overhead pressing. You're going to be benching, rowing, deadlifting, squatting. Mm -hmm. You will be doing those movements because you've, you've, you've got to. Yeah. Symbols that. Men have obviously testosterone. They also have a small amount of estrogen. Women have a lot of estrogen and a very small amount of testosterone. Most of these big jacked women that you see, yes, they train hard, but they're also injecting themselves with testosterone. Yeah, ladies, you're not going to look like that, yeah. okay? If, if you lift weights, you're going to tone. That's what yeah. women seem to want, yeah. toning. And that just means losing weight and building a bit of muscle. Mm. You're not going to look like these, these female bodybuilders who are injecting all sorts of substances straight into their bum. And do you know what? The worst comes to the worst. Maybe you put on a little bit more muscle than you were hoping for. Yeah. Use it or lose it. Yeah. You can quite easily... You're not going to stay like that forever. Yeah. It would be really nice if you did. Yeah. Trust me. It would be really nice if, if we could just go in and we build a bit of muscle. We don't ever have to work out again. We just retain it. But that's not how it works. No. You use it or lose it. Change your training program. If your bum's getting too big or if you're getting the bolder shoulders and you're not liking it or what have you, mm -hmm. then it's one of those things. I think maybe we should do a podcast episode all for the ladies at some point because that would be quite useful yeah. i think not from just from a male perspective but also we don't know what female listeners we might have yeah i think we might have some uh, female clients as well who are probably mm -hmm. happy yeah. to come on and join us yeah chime hopefully. in but yeah so is there anything else you want to discuss with regards to what women want <laughs> what is there anything want? that's outside of the gym for example women want a night in okay. a nice movie Netflix and chill. Net, yeah, a dirty takeaway. Yeah, you know, sit in sit in their PJs. Okay. Yeah, and just have a good time with their with their partner. Have you got a dirty takeaway for this podcast episode? A dirty takeaway, like a, a fact or something filthy like. I have. I have got a fact actually. Ooh, go on then. Did you know the male duck has a really long barbed penis? 
I know that male cats have barbed penises. I didn't know ducks did. I'm pretty sure they do. I don't mm. know where I found that out, but I just right. I just know it. Interesting. <laughs> I've never really understood why cats and potentially ducks then, as you say, and have barbed penises either. Yeah, I know. What's that about? But it does make a lot of sense from those like horrible cat yeah. kind yeah, of I know. Have you ever heard cats having sex? Yeah. It's fucking horrendous. Yeah. Well, that's why. Isn't it? That's why. <laughs> Right, okay. <laughs> I don't really know where to go there. We're a nature podcast now. Yeah. But anyway, so I think that is it for this edition of the, what do you call it, Lifting Club. I know we live around Bristol and Bath Way, but I seem to always forget that it's called the Bristol and Bath Lifting Club. I mean, Lifting I got Club's it wrong. So I thought easier. it was the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, podcast is like what we're doing. It's like radio, except it's not live. Yeah. In it. But we don't edit any of this. Or do we? Well, bum, bum, bum. I don't think we do. I might have to edit out the odd protein fart. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that. We can stop the sound, but you can't stop the smell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Consuming a well-ventilated area. Yeah. Right. That's it. I don't know what next week's episode. Do you want to pick an episode for next week? Um, yeah. I mean... I mean, you'd have to commit. Are you good with commitment? I'm, Should I ask I'm your pretty wife? good. I'm married. Well, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's pretty that's good. commitment for you. You put a ring on it. I've been training every week since mm. I was 14. Oh. That's commitment. Maybe we should chat about commitment and motivation, because motivation will only get you so far, I believe. Ooh. Ooh, I next like that. time. Yeah, it's all about self-discipline. Yeah. Next time we'll talk about motivation to do squats and shit, which yeah. I need. <laughs> right. Fair play. All right. That's it, guys. Bye, everyone. Peace.